0: All right, we got our guy, Ryan Jones, in the building. Uh, Ryan, what's going on? My guy, Zay, it looked like you was about to talk. I just wanted to introduce my guy, Ryan, real quickly here, and then we'll pick up, Zay. Now, I actually want to
1: hear uh, Ryan's thoughts first before we talk about uh, continue the trade Lance conversation. So, absolutely, welcome to the show, first and foremost. Uh, good. First and foremost, um, congrats on your show. Your show's been killing it. I've been seeing it on, on the social media platform as well. Please, on um, Raw Thoughts, please check it out as you can. Um, but as the question says, what do you, do you think of the Cowboys trading for Trey Lance means for Dak Prescott's future?
2: But first of all, I'm going to give you raw thoughts and, and thank you for the nice welcome. So with that being said, raw thoughts here, raw thoughts here. The Cowboys out here begging. They out here, they desperate. They basically saying no matter how much they know the deal, Let's the writing is on the wall. They gave Dak Prescott all this money. Dak Prescott was trying to figure out the numbers a few years back. He's not been producing, yet his numbers are good. They're not getting to Super Bowl. The money that they're paying him is Super Bowl money. The Dallas Cowboys are supposedly supposed to be America's team. They're marketable. They're on every big media platform, every single second. We they even talk about what type of draws Jared Jones wear. That's how many times they on TV. So everything is about attention with the Cowboys. And they made a move. Fourth round pick. They don't believe in um Dak Prescott. And I think Dak Prescott, if I'm wrong. It's a $60 million salary cap here. If he doesn't get into the Super Bowl, I'm logically looking at like Jared saying, should I pay this guy $60 million just to be with our team, just to have us as average Joes? He said, I might as well pay that for an elite quarterback, give me him $60 million next year or either over the next two years. I don't know how it goes. But my thing is, that's a lot of money. So, yes, they're going to take a risk on a kid that just didn't work out and that's another part of my story. So I'm gonna go to that part in a second. But for that question you just asked, my guy. So I'm saying they're saying, yeah, we go give him, we give him fourth round. We ain't losing anything. If he does well, we hit. If he don't do well, we ain't losing a lot. We're gonna we're gonna probably save a lot more money taking a chance on Trey Lance than to give Mr. Dak Prescott sixty million. Who by the way stays hurt a lot. Who finds a way to throw interceptions? Yeah, he's a regular season guy. They haven't even been to an NFC championship since he's been there. He can't even give them that at the moment. Now, let's now basically this is what Jared Jones is saying. Okay, we got a guy here. Yeah, he may not be better than you. Yeah, he may be raw. Yeah, he may be inexperienced, but he's a lot cheaper. And we could grow, we could build him. But give you 60 million just to get us to the playoffs, and when it does and have us in situations where we're interceptions. You already seen Dick, Diggs already fussing with him earlier during the um, training camps. So guys are not really happy with him. And he and most quarterbacks that make that money have control of the locker room. Like they're full stone leaders. You know, I don't even think they even believe in him sometimes. That, you know, when it comes to sports and athletics, PRs and stuff like that, they're not going to say, you got some that will be raw thoughts like me probably and say what they have to say. Do you have some who are just going to go by the book? Like, I ain't going to say nothing. I ain't, I'm gonna go into the media, I'm gonna say the, the right thing. But when I go behind the scenes, I just said it because I ain't got no choice but to say that. And that's what's basically happening. I don't think the Cowboys will believe in it. Jared Jones don't really care because he's seen, yeah, he should have told him. But the thing is, $60 million next season, they really haven't got anywhere with that. Like, it's a lot of money. It was more of a thing of, we might as well try this out. And the thing is, I'm gonna be real with your raw thoughts. Trey Lance might work there because I'm gonna be honest, Kyle Shanahan offense. It's a West Coast-style offense, and people who know football, it's a, it's a very complicated offense. A lot of zone <laughs> runs, a lot of motion, stuff like that. Trey Lance came from an offense where he was not even getting a lot of experience. He didn't get a lot of field play, but it was more of an RPO read option. And Mike McCarthy's offense, it may be one-two progressions. And Kyle Shanahan's offense is one, two, three, maybe, look, it's find whoever's open. But somebody's going to be open, but you might have to let the play go a while before you take off. And, Kyle, and um, Mark, Mike McCarthy's offense, he make a step, three-step, drop, get the ball out. Three-step, drop, run. Three-step, drop, make the best play. So, you know, with him, he may not say, I don't want you to go out here and make a turnover. I may can sit back there that long because we don't even know. I don't know if the Cowboys I'm, – I'm just saying this. Hypothetically, raw thoughts is not by fact. I don't know if their offensive line is the same. Was like very bitten, like a top-10 offensive line. I don't know for sure. So, with a guy like him. If you don't have that wild with man, they know a guy like Trey Lance is going to take off. I'm going to be real with you. I'm going to just break it down to your people on 99 Pie. The Mike McCarthy Dallas Cowboy offense is a very simple offense for professional athletes. It's not, it's a no brainer for professional athletes. You have some offenses that are very complicated, have a lot of motions, have a lot of shifts. Josh McDaniels, like
0: his yeah, system. Yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, those type of styles, you know, are, you know, it's simple. So him going there is not a, it, it, it's not a I mean it's a shot for me because no I didn't want to go to Dallas but I understand what Jerry Jones is doing from his end of the stick because I'm looking at Jerry Jones looking at it, not just from because Dallas Cowboys go 4-12 and 12, let's be real that's one stadium that's always going to sell out every single year Cowboys the one team any other team in the NFL go 4-12 and 12, anybody showing up to them games like that unless you're just like a season ticket holder but the Cowboys gonna always have fans in them stadiums packed tonight and that's just the difference between and that's why they're probably the, the highest selling professional team. But that's just that part on the end. But I do got something to say about the Trey Lance and Kyle Shanahan part, some other raw thoughts. But go ahead, I want to stop there.
0: <laughs> no, definitely. We'll get back to that. Um, say you look like you want to get in here. I go after you.
1: Yeah, real quick. Um, I want to comment on um, you know, Ryan's uh, thoughts on the 49ers versus Cowboys offensive system. Um, I think the what the 49ers offense, and I, Ryan, you've been a fan from day one. So, you know, the 49 offense, it's a quarterback friendly offense. They, every quarterback succeeds on that offense. You just, it's a, it's a place of quarterback here. That offense um survives. And for the first time, and I think recent memory, uh, Trey Lance stunk that offense up when he's on the football field. And it's not like, oh, he doesn't have a good sample size. He only plays a couple games. Every game that Trey Lance is on that football field, he does not look good at the quarterback position. But you bring in a guy like Brock Purdy, who was a seventh round pick. Put them in there, they go to the NFC championship. You put them, I'm gonna tell you um, something
2: about that in a second, too. I have to get through, but go you, ahead. Go,
1: you put in a Colin Kaepernick, a guy that and people like, Oh, he's so sub, he's so he's not all that. You put him in that system, the 49 system, um, survives. Uh, Alex Smith, he was out there. People said, Alex, like he's not that good of a quarterback. I, Colin Kaepernick
0: got, was a he was on a different regime. It was, um, yeah, right, the, that was Harbaugh. On a Jim Harbaugh. that's what I'm about it to
2: say. I'm, I'm gonna tell you another thing, too. Like, Jim Harbaugh, actually, with Kyle Shanahan, went on when captain Kappen, colin kaepernick took over as me being a true fan he said he basically turned the offense around from what Alex smith was running and ran whatever colin kaepernick liked so that was good coaching he basically made adjustments to his quarterback so he ran the read option i'm gonna tell you another similar story rg3 kyle shanahan did not run the west coast offense from rg3 he ran the rpo rg3 that's what got him hurt trey lance is really still an rpo guy he's not a West, west coast guy but i do agree with what you're saying like it's a quarterback friendly thing but this is the next thing i'm about to hit you with raw thoughts to that question i'm gonna stop i still got some more about this whole situation i don't know if kyle shanahan is good with picking quarterbacks i just think kyle Shanahan's is bigger picture check me out listen to me here listen to me here there's some real raw thoughts here kyle shanahan offense is every time we talk about kyle shanahan offense we we'll always talk about kyle shanahan's offense so every time he puts a friendly quarterback in there, nobody talks about the average Joe quarterback. We just talk about, oh, my God, Kyle Shanahan is making great plays. If Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Holmes, um, I'm going to name another, Justin Herbert was in this offense, nobody would talk about Kyle Shanahan's offense. We'll probably say, oh, my God, did you see that throw Patrick Holmes made? Did you see that throw Justin Herbert made? Did you see that throw Aaron Rodgers made? That's the thing that's been going on for years with Kyle Shanahan probably nobody never thought about. It. And I just realized that myself this week is the fact that Kyle Shanahan likes these mediocre guys while he likes Kirk Cousins so well, who he yes. can bring, put him in <laughs> position, do what he wants to do, run what he wants to run. Let's say, for example, he runs a, runs a play call and Aaron Ross was there. I don't want to run that. That ain't going to work. Aaron Ross changes it. It's no more about how good Kyle Shanahan offense is. Kyle Shanahan offense works because he has quarterback-friendly, Slash average Joes playing the position to make Kyle Shanahan's offense go. But I promise you, you can still run the same offense with those three guys, not guaranteed. Nobody talks about Kyle Shanahan's offense, they're gonna talk about those three players, and that's the separation between the average Joes and elite quarterbacks. I'm sorry.
0: Quick question. I, I, I want to jump in here quickly, um, coach, and then um I'm, I'm gonna pass it back, right? Because when you talk about things from the cowboys perspective, right? I want to stay on course and then we could come back to um, the 49ers and Trey Lance perspective, right? But when you talk about everything from the Cowboys, right? Because a lot of people think this is a insurance policy. I don't look at it like that. I don't think it's insurance. I think it's a succession plan potentially here because the reason why I say that is, number one, this move happens fresh off of Dak Prescott throwing 15 interceptions, okay? Leading the league in interceptions. Number two, didn't they in the offseason re-sign Cooper Rush to a two-year deal? who went 4-1 and with the Cowboys, won four games with the Cowboys. They gave him an extension. Okay, so he was supposed to be the backup. But what happened was they saw what happened with the 49ers and Trey Lance and how he was available on the market. And they said, you know what? We could push Dak. And if Dak don't want to be pushed, then we could get him out of here. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think it's a coincidence when the Pack is traded up to drive Jordan Love that year i'm not talking about the mvp back-to-back year i'm talking about the year before the back-to-back mvp it was roger's worst season okay other than the six and ten season with the packers with uh, mike mccarthy with mike mike but it was his second worst season and they thought he was declining that's when they that same offseason they went and traded up to draft jordan love and it just so happened that rogers wasn't really cooked at that time because he won back-to-back but it's the same thing with the Cowboys. Once Dak threw those interceptions and he fled out lost the Cowboys a game in a divisional round against the 49ers, it was, all right, we we dropped in trade lands. Oh, excuse me. We traded for trade lands. And we're going to use that to push Dak, to push him to the limit so he can take this team over the top. So basically to me, this move was like, all right, Dak, you're on the clock. You need to do something with that pigskin. And I'm not sure if he's going to be doing a whole lot of winning anymore. So we'll see what happens. But, Ryan, I want to come back to you, right? Because I had my question, and then Coach, feel free to ask what you was going to ask, right? Okay. So we talked about Trey Lance and the 49ers, right? And this is how I viewed it. Trey Lance only played 26 games in college, okay? Excuse me. High school and college combined, 26. Um, guys like Trevor Lawrence played 40 games in, in, like, Clemson. You know what I'm saying? Um, coach that. Why you had guys that played 38 games in college right um even Bob Purdy played about 40 in college Mm -hmm. so to me in order for guys to develop you have to play them right repetition right and player development that's how you groom them but what I'm confused about is we knew that the 49ers was in win now mode before they made that move and coming into the draft Trey Lance was looked upon as the project out of the group everybody said if you want to win now Draft mac jones or trevor lawrence obviously but you know the number one pick was obviously going to take trevor so outside of trevor if you want to win now and you're not in position for trevor mac jones is your guy or even justin fields gives you that upside but trey lance is the project why in the hell they trading three first round picks to draft a project when they wasn't going to be patient with him from jump street it's my question but you can answer that if you want
2: no worries no worries um for me personally, man, um, I felt like you know at first I thought they was like gonna go with him in. But back to the thing I said earlier in this show when I was talking before you took over where well, I took over went to your own question. Kyle Shanahan likes certain guys that he could groom. Like the the perfect pick was at that time during that that draft. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm trying to figure out who else that draft. Matt Jones pretty much like Jimmy G, so I know he's going to draft him. He should have drafted Justin Fields. I think Justin Fields was been a better quarterback and ready now for this offense. But now you bring in Trey Lance, and it's a win-now team, and you're trying to groom them, and you're trying to make them into what you want to make them into. And I felt like, honestly, if this was a team that could just go ahead, if you just threw him into the fire from the get-go, fine. But you're trying to work them and groom them, and hopefully he can pan out. That was just a bad move for the way the team is set up. This team is set up to win now. You draft a guy who could probably take you to set up now. And Justin Fields was that guy. Everybody probably thought he was going to trade um on, on draft on um, Justin Fields because him and Justin Fields had some key history and stuff in, in camps and as, as a college um football player. But mm-hmm. to see them draft him at the time they drafted him, it was nowhere, it was no time. Like you said, Brock Purdy had 40 games. He had experience, you know. Trevor Lawrence, pretty much, you already knew what it was. Zach Wilson was already gone. They probably wanted Zach Wilson, which I'm kind of glad we didn't get him, by the way, as well. But I'm just saying, like, Justin Fields was, like, the the better quarterback. My thing was, honestly, raw thoughts is that Kyle Shanahan, I don't think he knows how to pick quarterbacks. He wants what he wants. And even though he doesn't say it, it comes off as, like, I want to run the office, I want to run, but I want to make it look good because that's all we talk about with the 49ers. The 49ers for the past few seasons, has had, had everything they needed to win a Super Bowl except for one position, and that's the quarterback. The quarterback has always been a question. The 49ers should probably at least been in the Super Bowl multiple times or at least probably them won one win by now. But the 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 quarterback position has been in question. Why? Because Kyle Shanahan likes that. For what you were saying, that was a terrible pick. They know they shouldn't have picked him, but they went with it because Kyle Shanahan likes guys he can make to what it is he ain't gonna say it but the writing is on the wall raw thoughts
0: it's crazy man because i compared it to the james wiseman of the warriors where they had the number two overall james wiseman was young and um he barely played college basketball he played three games and the the similarities are this the 49ers saw a guy with a strong arm scanning of an arm a mobile quarterback to fit the mold of today's nfl so they saw that. They didn't see, okay, he barely played. They saw he could throw the football deep and he's mobile. He pot- potentially could be the next Patrick Mahomes. And the Warriors, they saw a 7-1 center that run like a deer. and was, like, all right, we could plug him into what we're doing and we'll get him up to date. But once again, player development is key. Repetition is key. I am not going to draft a quarterback that has barely played high school, college football, you know, Mr. Biscay. I believe he was there for that one year in North Carolina, played like 10 games, something like that. And right. they reached. The Bears reached. They they took him over Deshaun Watson, who, you know, beat Alabama back-to-back years. I think he beat him one year. And the year before that, he threw like 400 yards on them. Those are the guys that you need to get, guys that have the experience. So here we are with Trey Lance and the Cowboys now forming this partnership. And I'm very interested to see how this partnership plays out, if it does, going forward.
1: <laughs> you know, Jared you know, Jones keeps something going, but go ahead, go ahead. Last <laughs> point, you know, I think this puts more pressure on Trey Lance than Dak Prescott. Woo! Because Trey Lance is going to be gunning for a contract. You know, his contract is coming up soon, and he's going to be wanting a contract sooner but than later. Don't... And also, we all know that the Cowboys development team is not that good. <clears throat> when developing a quarterback. Do you rather have it or you don't? And you're going to put him in a position where he has to show what he has now rather than later because now he's no longer this project quarterback. He's now going to become the quote-unquote savior of the Cowboys quarterback Ooh. regime if that okay. Prescott does not work out the way they want him to work out.
2: I look at it like this, man. Under- thoughts, man. Um,
1: I look at it like this, Um, and I'm going to make it real quick.
2: I feel like this is the one situation in NFL or professional sports where a, a player might get a pass because it's not enough film. All the executives probably in the NFL knew that they drafted him way too high. So he's going to get a contract, yes. How much he get, I don't know. And I think if he has a little sample with the Cowboys, because I feel like right now Jerry ain't trying to pay nobody big money the quarterback position unless it's Tom Brady or Joe Montana. walking. <laughs> so I think he didn't have his little experiment with Dak, so he's probably going to be very super skeptical about how he's going to yeah. pay a quarterback. So even if he comes out and plays, you know, okay, good. With the situation that happened in San Fran, by him not getting, you know, his opportunity, I think, you know, he may still get a contract, but how much is the question.
1: It's just like you go from one win now situation to another win now situation. So now what happens? Like like where <laughs> where, 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 do, where do we say okay, Trey Lance you could develop now. It just seems like you got to win. Like we want, we brought you here to win and then just like damn, what's next?
0: My <laughs> last point, man, before we get out of here to the next topic is that i can never leave a topic like this without quoting the historical presence let's not forget in 2016 tony romo was the quarterback of the dallas cowboys and who succeeded tony romo the guy that was drafted that year in 2016 Dak Prescott. prescott So um, history may be repeating itself, okay? Please
1: like and subscribe for all the up-to-date content. We've been slinging shows left and right, slinging content left and right. Please don't miss anything. If you do, like, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a question, something you may want to answer, something you may have. All ideas are great ideas, nothing's a dumb question.